0: Welcome to the life by design, not default podcast. I'm Paige. And I'm Elaine. And we want to talk about all
1: things life, business, and beyond. This podcast is
0: for anyone done with the mediocre and ready to design a life that is meaningful, impactful, and fun.
1: And we want to know how are you living your life by design? everybody. Welcome to our podcast today. We have a special guest with us today, um, Kimberly Costi, who is a relationship coach and founder of the Heart of the Matter Coaching. She helps professional women create deeply connected, authentic relationships that last. She is a proud mom to an amazing 19-year-old man. She plays tennis, loves to travel, even virtually and is fluent in ASL. She believes that relationships are everything because everything is a relationship and loves to help her clients get big breakthroughs and fast results with her no judgment direct approach. Cannot wait to have this really great conversation with you today. So welcome to our podcast.
0: Thank you. Welcome, girl. We are so happy that you are taking some time out of summer here, summer slash fall to uh, be with us and to share some of your knowledge nuggets with our audience. Um, As you said, relationships matter. Talk to us a little bit about how you um, came to help people with their relationships, because I know you have an extensive uh, background. So share with us how you came to this space. Okay I will How
2: long do I have to tell you my story because I have the short middle and long version
1: <laughs> you can I would say between short and middle because you know we want to keep we want to keep the conversation going. All right I'll give you the brevity. Um, I always knew
2: I wanted to help people since I was a teenager um, I grew up in a pretty you know, normal family, but we didn't communicate about our feelings is what I kind of realized on hindsight is that we weren't really supposed to have feelings. And I realized at some point that this was pretty common. Um, So I knew I wanted to help people and I probably subconsciously wanted to help myself first. So I went to uh, get my BA in psychology, got that, and then I went to get a master's in psychology, and I was going to go on and become a therapist. But by the time I finished my master's, I felt like it was very theoretical. I felt like there was no step-by-step instruction for how to actually help people and help them create, you know, get from here to here. And so I became a social worker, a kind of by accident, and had no idea what social workers did, but I found out quickly, I was pretty good at it. But I was working in the Los Angeles uh, system and they had a deaf unit. So I knew a little bit of sign language from high school and I applied for that because I was very interested in the sign language piece. And I became fluent very quickly. And after a seven year career as a social worker and um, being married to a deaf man and being very fluent in sign language. I switched over and became an interpreter. Interpreting introduced me to coaching. And that's when I said, okay, that's what I'm talking about. This is step-by-step. This is transformation, point A to point B. Let's do this. It's right up my alley. So uh, it was only, however, when I had my own terrible two breakups in a row, when I said, what am I doing? Mm. I'm missing something. I'm missing something big because I'm not happily married for 30 years with four children. And that was the plan. Mm-hmm. So I kind of in that moment stopped blaming the people that I was choosing to be in relationship with for their problems and their issues And I said, I'm the only one living my life. I've got to figure this out. So I figured it out and I became a coach at the same time because I knew that, you know, I wanted to do that. I just hadn't jumped in yet. And here I am. Interesting. Hopefully I've got some answers for people who are also struggling like I was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So does, when you talk about relationships, because, you know, there's so many different kinds of relationships. So do you only help people with romantic partnerships or do you help with, you know, relationships with your children or your parents or your coworkers or, you know what I mean? Spoiler alert. It's all the same. Mm.
2: And it's all about you. Mm. So I, I, um, currently am sort of, um, you know, ideal client is sort of who I was those years ago, uh, single, a little older. Um, and like, what am I doing? Frustrated. It's time to really figure this out and create a relationship that I can, you know, take into my retirement and older years and, um, and be happy finally and figure it out and yeah so but it's I I have clients who you know are going through a heartbreak yeah have a relationship but something eh, eh, you know help me figure this out um been married now all of a sudden their you know spouse is on their last nerve why is that all kinds of different things and the parent-child thing well I mean Personal so, experience with that
1: one. Paige has a question, and then I'm going to tell you guys a funny story because I could totally just relate to what you were saying. Paige, no, mom, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. I'll ask okay. my question. In so, a
1: little bit. so I had this experience where when you're like, spoiler alert, it's you. Okay, so I had this. This was several years ago. I was listening to this book called The Power, which is like a follow-up to The Secret. Mm. Same author, right? And I'm listening to it in the car and I'm driving home and I put it on pause and I'm like, I'm having an out loud conversation with myself and I'm going to tell my husband he needs to change his attitude because he was coming home from work and just grumpy and just like such a Debbie Downer. He doesn't work in a place that's really a happy place. You know, he works at the jail. Nobody wants to be there, right? Nobody wants, nobody's happy to be there. Um, So I was like, I'm going to tell him some, I'm going to tell him where to go and he needs to change his shit. And then I pressed play on the book. And if I am lying, may God strike me with lightning right now. This woman said, you can't change anyone. If you want more, a more loving relationship, you have to be more loving. If you want to have a more positive relationship, you have to be more positive. I'm like, but it's not my fault, right? Like, why do I have to change? I was so mad. But then I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this a try. And so when he came home, instead of being all grumpy, I decided to to greet him with a positive upbeat attitude. And guess what happened? He wasn't grumpy. And I was like, this is like witchcraft. Like what the hell is going on here? So I told, when you were saying spoiler alert is you, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It is you. It is you. So yeah, that's really fascinating. <laughs> and in, in my Facebook group at the moment, I'm,
2: I'm August is all about connection.
1: huh.
2: Um, And it doesn't matter. Like you said, it can be your child. It can be your parent. It can be your coworker. It can be your networking buddies. It doesn't matter, you know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're talking about how to, you know, initiate and then how to build on that. And then how to really deepen connections with people. Mm -hmm. And it can be dating. Dating is a very Mm -hmm. precarious and scary adventure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It brings (laughs) a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, so um, it's all, it's all applicable. Yeah. So what do you say to someone who could be listening to this right now, kind of like having the same type of moment that Elaine had in the car, where, you know, the audio said, it's you and you know, like in your gut that, yeah, that's probably true, but you really don't want to hear that right now. How do you work with clients? Cause I know you do a lot of different things, but how do you work with clients to navigate like all of those heavy feelings and, you know, kind of like the things that bubble up, how exactly do you help clients with that? Um,
2: I heard something yesterday, not yesterday, the other day that, um, that kind of, it was a new perspective on the work that I do with people. The work that I do is really, you have to feel everything. You have to love all the nasty parts of yourself. Um, The parts that you don't want to think are even there. And I'm going to share it with you because it's super powerful and super cool. So, and then I'll tie it back around. Think of something that you want to accomplish that you have not yet. So it could be lose weight. It could be get clients. It could be, you know, or, you know, specific lose 30 pounds. I haven't been able to do it. Get 20 clients. I haven't been able to accomplish that or hit this monetary goal this year or whatever. It's just anything that you haven't been able to accomplish yet. Then what is the worst thing that somebody can say about, What is the worst thing? You don't want anybody to know about you. You don't want anybody to think about you. It would be horrible if they walked up to you and said, you know what? You're such a hypocrite. That's what came up for me. That's why I'm sharing that. Hmm. Okay. You're such a hypocrite. You're such a fake, you know? And I think entrepreneurs come up against that one quite a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mine, was, mine was fake.
2: So Oh, see? mhm mm. <clears throat> Yeah. It could be anything. It could be your Mm -hmm. selfish. It could be your, you know, um, lazy, anything, Mm. anything Mm -hmm. until you love and accept that part of yourself. Mm. You're not going to get this. Mm.
1: That's very powerful.
2: And that is what I do.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's mind blowing.
2: Right. What I do with people is that thing you don't want to be that part you don't want to see you absolutely have to so you have to love the fake girl you have to love her Mm. and 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 you know and let her be fake Mm -hmm. that's how much a part of you a teeny tiny percentage of you but it's the part that's like don't do this Mm -hmm. because everyone will think you're fake yeah and it holds you back from getting the things. And it's the same in relationships. It's it's the same. The triggers that you have Mm -hmm. will keep you doing foolish things in relationships and Mm -hmm. keep you from having deeper, more connected relationships. And then Mm -hmm. you have another breakup and another heartbreak. And here we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. So how, like, so in some relationships, it can, not I mean, it can be the other person. May be toxic or may have, they may need to work on themselves. Right. So, so as much as we want to like, you know, I know others are mirrors of us and what we don't like in others is typically something we don't like in ourselves, but what do you do when there is that person that is just the toxic behavior and you have to set the boundaries, but they don't follow the boundaries. Right. And so like What do you do with the toxic relationships? Because they are, in my mind, always going to surface. It's like a lesson every single time. Okay.
2: So what I do with my clients is I, two things. One is teach them, I'm going to say this backwards. Teach them the skills to recognize when it's somebody toxic and when it's them. So there's a difference. Yeah. If you go on a first date and you are just like, I love this guy. He's amazing. And then you get home and you realize he never asked you one question about you. You may have a problem there. Boy, did he charm your socks off by talking about himself all night. And the second part of that is what part of you is attracted to that? Mm. What part of you wants to just completely dismiss yourself in favor of other people? Interesting. Just as an example. Yeah. So we all have this need for love and Mm. Depending on how you grew up and the stuff that you <laughs> accumulated along the way, you have a certain way of getting that love in the world. Mm-hmm. And that those parts of you that were a child that learned how to get love in those ways need to be sort of reclaimed and loved and, and seen because mm-hmm. they're running the show. Yeah. Not only are they running the show, they were there for you when you needed love.
0: Mm-hmm. They came
2: up with really creative ways for you to get love and they rocked it. Yeah. But when you're an adult, those things don't work anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You need to be more authentic. You need to get back in touch with your, your real you and not your coping mechanisms. But you can't do that without acceptance and love of
1: all of those parts. Right. Interesting. I just had a little like, oh my gosh. So I used to attract the guys that needed to be fixed.
2: Common for us helpers.
1: Yeah. Right. And I'm, I still, I feel like I still attract those type of people into my life or people that need to be Paige is Like <laughs> you see her expression. She's like, Yep. (laughs) Yes, you do. You do. I do. I'm a fixer and I don't You are. I I don't want to be a fixer, but I'm a fixer. And if I can't fix it, like it drives me crazy. I have serious issues. I probably need therapy. (laughs) And it's a fine line when you're in business to help people.
0: Right. Right. Like one of her superpowers is helping people find solutions, right? but that doesn't mean she has to fix everything. Right. And so, you know, we are lucky that we have each other to kind of talk each other off the ledge or help lead each other in the right direction. Hey girl, we, stop doing that. <laughs> right. When we go one or the other way. Um, however, a lot of people don't have that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon for sure, but as you know, you, we are, we're talking about this right now. And my big thing is Mm self-awareness, knowing that that's one of your triggers, or this is a part of your personality and figuring out how to navigate that and, you know, kind of neutralize that I think is one of the biggest traits or gifts that you can give yourself.
2: Yeah. So your, your best coping mechanism became your superpower. but it doesn't always work for you. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's what you call self-awareness. I work with people to actually, you know, how you, um, sometimes have conversations with yourself. I really get people to, to do that a lot. And the conversation is this recently actually happened to me where I really needed to pull this toolbox tool out of the toolbox what I was um, needing to set a boundary with somebody then I'd never done it before.
0: Mm.
2: And I was really clear, like, I understand this is coming out of left field. That's on me. I apologize for not thinking you could handle it, but you can, and here it is. (laughs) So, and the amazing part to me was I, I mean, this was years I hadn't set this boundary. And so before I did it, I felt really excited about doing it because the fear had kept me from doing it for years, Mm. but I knew right now I was about to expand. Yeah. I was about to grow myself.
1: Yeah. Because
2: everything you're scared of Mm -hmm. is exactly what you have an opportunity to grow on. Yeah. so. I set the boundary, but I had this conversation with the part of me that was scared this person would leave, Mm. but she was also pissed that I never set the boundary. She was like, why have you been choosing this person over me all this time? Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So it felt really good for me to do that. And it was a part of, like you said, not everybody has that person, right? Yeah. But you are the person, like you are the person mm-hmm. that has to protect you. Yeah. And you can literally have these conversations with yourself like a crazy person. I don't care. It doesn't matter. This is how we do. My car
1: so, has gotten an earful. <laughs>
2: right. Right. But it's the parts of you and, and allowing them to talk to you and say, why do you keep choosing her over me? Yeah. I don't get it. Hmm.
1: I need this boundary. Yeah. Help us sister out. Yeah. I just had a weird pop rock and I'm like, ooh, this is like this has to be a thing now. Is uh taking the word of the thing that you are afraid people will say about you and turning it into a positive acronym. I love it. Right. So I could take the word fake and turn it into something cute and fun.
2: Hypocrites, super long word. I'm gonna go with fake too.
0: girl
1: I have superpowers when it comes to acronyms I love she's like the
0: acronym queen I
1: love them Um,
0: she does no she does like triple she does like triple acronyms like this way sideways and diagonal I know like uh, diagonal
1: acronyms I love the thesaurus like it will help me find the words right (laughs) I will always make it work like it's it's so fun so fun So what are some of your, um, like, what do you like, what's the end game for you? Like, what do you really, truly want to come out of all of the work that you're doing to help people improve their relationships?
2: I want people to know that they can be ecstatically happy. Mm. I want people to know that their relationships can be amazing. Mm -hmm. Like my kid. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm because I see a lot of people that are like, it's good enough. It's good. Yeah. Ups and downs. I mean, not that you don't have ups and downs, but you know, yeah. it's the toolbox that I want people to have for the downs. Yeah. There can be more ups mm-hmm. and it's the, uh, the skills and the capacities and the strategies that I want people to have to manage their emotions. Because what I find mostly with women definitely with men, but it's different is, you know, we, we just do more of that thing. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What do they think of me? You know, all of that stuff. That's because you're not managing your emotions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so your brain is running away, trying to fill in blanks. Cause that's what brains do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Fill in all the blanks when we don't know something, we've got to know, we don't know. And we make it up, we make it up and it's detrimental yep. and we need to sit with our feelings learn how to manage our feelings, know what we're feeling, love our feelings, love all the parts of us so that we can, you know, we can see the difference. Is it them or is it me?
1: Yeah. And we can have
2: conversations.
1: Yeah. Brene Brown talks about that a lot, that in the absence of the why are we will make up stories because we have our, our, human nature is we have to know why. So when we don't know why, we make up stories to kind of fill in that blank. And sometimes it is not even a part of like the
0: actual facts or the actual Yeah, why. it's not even remotely close. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and 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 we are so
2: uncomfortable with I I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So uncomfortable with that. If and they, that's probably the number one thing. is like if you can just be okay not knowing. Yeah. Ooh,
1: that's worse. That's, Not knowing what's going to happen,
2: not knowing what's going on, Mm -hmm. not knowing the answer, not even just knowing anything.
1: Yeah. If you're comfortable there. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause that's, that's serious growth right there. Like to get to a place where you're okay, not knowing the answers and not, and being okay with that, that you just have to trust that it's all going to work out. Whew, that's a, that's a real place of growth right there. It's a daily practice. I would, yeah, I was going to say that is
0: great in theory. Um, but that is a very hard practice to execute on. Well,
2: let me tell you, I'll tell you very briefly a little, a little snippet. So I've been working on that myself. Mm -hmm. I've been working on really, I've discovered in myself a limiting belief, which is just what our triggers are, a limiting belief that I don't trust life. Mm. And so I need to step in and make things happen and do things and control things. And so I've been really working on this, you know, life has a plan. Life has my back. If I don't like something, it's for a reason. It's all going to work out that whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The other night I'm lying in bed. I am about asleep. All of a sudden I'm just hit with all this stuff that my son needs to do in order to have a successful semester in school this, this semester. And I'm texting them, you got to do this. Don't do that. And it's not going to be like last time. And not like, the other part of me is like, what are you doing? Calm down. What's happening right now? And it was again, hello, you're not trusting. Like, even if this semester goes horribly, it's going to be for a larger good.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm.
2: I just can't see it. And I need to be okay with the unknown and I need to be trusting again so yeah it's a daily practice
1: yeah I feel like that's a really great segue into one of our questions we ask everyone which is how have you created a life by design and not default yeah
2: you know it's funny that you um it's not funny at all It's, it's your whole podcast but um uh how have I is one thing but when you asked me what do I want for people? That's what I want for people to know that they really don't have to settle or live with, or be just content or happy enough, or, you know, that, that there's always more to learn. There's always more to grow in you Mm -hmm. to increase your happiness Mm -hmm. and your success and your love.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So, um, for me, I would say my values are number one freedom. It's always everything is about freedom. freedom, freedom, freedom. And for me, freedom to travel. So it's freedom from a JOB you know, that holds me in one location. Um, and so I've done a lot of creative things
1: to design my life so I can travel., mm, a lot. Paige is a traveler. She, we're very excited. We're going to Paris in June.
2: Night, Paris in June. Stop it. You're a cliche. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always a cliche. Always a cliche with Paris. I mean, I've, you know, I lived in <laughs> France for three years and studied at the Sorbonne in Paris and have oh, been back. Lovely. I speak fluent French. I've been, you know, I've been guiding tours there for the last 10 years and, and I get what you're saying about the freedom to travel right and you know this last year has year and a half has been so very difficult for me not being able to go and do the things that I'm always so used to doing the life I created um, and cultivated to be able to do that kind of travel so I get it I get the freedom thing That's definitely a a priority for me um, and my family. So I appreciate you sharing that because um, a lot of people tend to not see the value in that um, depending on who you talk to. Sure. Um, But for me, it's very, very important. So another question that we ask is what's the model that you live by? So I have a model that I live by Um, It's the same model all the time Elaine's model changes based on what season or you know what she's currently working on so I'll share mine and then we'd love to know yours and then we'll find out what Elaine's working with this week but my model is I deserve to be here so I have had many successes many hiccups um, but I deserve to be at the point that I'm at right now good bad indifferent I deserve to be here would you mind sharing with our listeners your motto for your life
2: uh well elaine already said it relationships are everything because everything is a relationship and it might seem like you know relationships are everything is the important part of that but actually it's recognizing
1: that everything is a relationship first
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that's powerful you know Relationships. I mean, you form a relationship with the person at the grocery store checking you out. You form a relationship with, you know, anyone in service. You form a relationship with your networking buddies, with your business besties, with, every, I mean, your partner and your kids and your family and the whole, yeah. Like every, every, but it has to be a two-way street. You know what I mean? So there has to be another person on the, under, on, on the other end of that. <laughs> otherwise well, there's always somebody there. Yeah. 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 So my motto this week is inhale, exhale, and let that shit go. <laughs> Inhala,
2: exhala. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is. It's been a week. That's for damn sure. It has been a week. So I'm going to inhale, exhale, and let that shit go. Right. And, uh, put it in my fuck it bucket, bucket, let it go.
2: And I have one more mm-hmm. thing to say about the, um, the relationship that everything is a relationship. Every, and, and I want to say, including the relationship with yourself. So there is that yeah. actual relationship, the actual dialogue. You the know, solo. Probably open, one of the most
1: important right? Important yeah. ones. Yeah.
2: Listening to those inner parts of you, mm-hmm. really having that relationship. Yeah. And can I say one more thing about travel page? What I've been working on this year that we've been locked down is, can I feel free anyway?
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so good. So our final question that we always ask people is how, where can people find you? If they want to connect with you, if you are resonating with them and they want to like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this woman. How can people find you? Um, uh,
2: or er, easily on Facebook. I use Facebook messenger a lot. My website is heart. o the matter with no F heart. the matter.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram and various different names. I can give you a little list if you.
1: We'll we'll make sure to put links into the, co- in, the uh, yeah. in the description. into the show notes yeah, yeah. so people Perfect. can reach out to you Perfect.
2: awesome. Well, and one gonna... more thing yeah for my single ladies yes you can grab a copy of the top ten places single men are hiding in plain sight at kk-coaching.com. Okay, so that's one way.
1: Awesome. Are they at the grocery store? I'm not looking, but I'm just (laughs) grocery store. uh, I don't know if that's one of them. And I always hear it's like, which I there was a gal. She's off the top uh, of my head. She's looking for a um, a doggy daddy, (laughs) sort of a baby daddy. She's looking for someone to be a dad to her dog, and so they go to different parts of. They go to the hardware store. No, nope, yes. nobody here. She goes to the meat section at the grocery store. Nope, nobody here. Like, where are we going to find you a daddy? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> she's like, sorry, you don't get to have a dad today. Talking she, to your dog. <laughs> she's looking in the right places that's so funny love it well it's been a super fun uh interesting very insightful conversation so thanks for joining us today and, and thank you guys so now. much for having me I really appreciate it
0: yeah, yeah this 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 is great I mean this is really giving us another perspective um of love and relationships and how you can grow within that so we so appreciate you Kimberly Cosby thank you We so appreciate you. So thank you so much and take care, everyone.
1: See you next time. The Life by Design, Not Default podcast is brought to you by the 8338 Collective. The 8338 Collective is a membership for female entrepreneurs who value community, education, accountability, and mindset. We understand that in order to reach our goals, we must learn new tools. We must seek education. We must shift our mindset because success without support is uncommon. And we are here to offer you the support that you need through our think tanks, templates, and tutorials. Join our community today by visiting the 8338collective.com.
0: See you on the inside.